be too embarrassed to ask. And we are back. Say less. You know the vibes. You know the vibes. Oh my goodness, do we have a show do today? We have, do we have some news Shoo! today? We Celtics Warriors. We'll get into that. Yeah. It's Super Bowl week, T. Yeah. You know it what is. that means? You know it what is, that is Super Bowl, Bowl week. Yeah. We'll get into that. But first, the NBA team. Ah! It's like the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah. As we started to plan out this episode Sunday night, we were expecting to have some heated discussions about Gordon Hayward. We did. His continued struggles, the Pats, Super Bowl 53. Uh huh. But in typical NBA fashion, Bomb came Anthony out. Davis <laughs> said, Hold my beer, and dropped an absolute woge bomb. Yep. As it was announced that the all-NBA big man told the Pelicans that he will not be re-signing with New Orleans and that, Bye. and that he had requested a trade. Yeah. Now, I cannot underscore how important this trade is to the NBA landscape. Yeah. We are talking about a generational talent. No doubt. A 6'10 big man Bonafide. with guard skills and an efficient game. A superstar that organizations like the Celtics and Lakers have been building up assets for in preparation for this exact moment. Mm -hmm. Some are even calling this trade the most important trade since Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was traded from the Milwaukee Bucks wow. to the Los Angeles Lakers. Wow. And we know what happened when Kareem went to the Lakers. Championships. Championships. And once again, it's going to be those same L.A. Lakers that could land AD with Davis announcing his trade 10 days before the trade deadline, L.A. now sits in the driver's seat to land Davis as Boston cannot trade for Davis until Kyrie gets a new contract extension. Mm -hmm. They're both yeah. on the rookie extension. Yeah, the Rose deal. Yeah, the, right. the, the Rose rule, as they like to call it. Right. These next 10 days are going to be hell for Danny Ainge yeah. and the rest of the Celtics fans. Yeah. Make no mistake, the pressure is on Magic Johnson to land Anthony Davis. He has the assets. He has the picks. And most importantly, he has the leverage now. This is why Magic Johnson was brought to L.A. The Pelicans, they want Brandon Ingram? Take him. Lonzo Ball, adios, big baller brand. That ain't a problem. <laughs> Josh Hart, thank you. Next. E even Kyle Kuzma, who has emerged in LeBron's absence, as a guy that can get his own when called upon, he could be part of this trade, T. Yeah. Because in my opinion, it's really this simple. If AD makes it through the trade deadline mm -hmm. without being traded to the LA Lakers, the Celtics will be primed to scoop him up this summer as we have the best collection of talent and <sighs> picks to beat any other trade package a team can offer. No two-line report about the uncertainty about Kyrie re-signing with Boston. It's going to scare me away. Le LeBron posting Instagram stories. It's more... I don't care. It doesn't concern me. Kyrie teaming up with LeBron again in LA would be like KD going back to OKC and joining Russell Westbrook. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Come on. So the ball's in Magic's court. It it's, up to, it's up to him. It's up to you. I completely agree, Mike. But let's dive into it first. Let's let's make it real simple. Who is Anthony Davis' agent? Who represents him? It's Rich Paul. And who who else does Rich Paul represent, Mike? Uh, John Wall. Come on, you know the name. Shut up. Ben Simmons. <laughs> LeBron James. And they have they not premeditated this? Have they not premeditated this move from a long, long time they ago? They have. They have. What what happened when Anthony Davis came to LA and played the Lakers? Where'd they go after the game? 
exactly. They went to dinner, did they not? They did. And did they not discuss that this was going to happen? Cool it, cool it. Mike, the only problem with this... Now, see, I'm a Laker fan. We all know this. Which is embarrassing. I'm a LeBron fan. We all know this. Speaking of your Laker fan, I actually have a question for you. What's the question? From one of our listeners. Okay. Mr. Roy Bonham, friend of the show. Hello, Roy. He sent in a question. What's up, Roy? Let's play this real quick. I understand you're a huge LeBron fan and uh, air quote Lakers fan. Um, and I know that you said that Kuzma has been stepping up to be that second guy on the team behind LeBron. But it seems as though he's going to have to go if you want AD. So would you be willing to not only give up Kuzma, but also the first round pick of the Lakers and Lonzo Ball for Anthony Davis? And if they did get Anthony Davis, let's say for those pieces, what is their ceiling? So you heard that. Hmm. Terrific question, by the way. Terrific question. Would you give up Kuzma? First round pick, Lonzo, and then what is their ceiling? Look, I love these young guys more than anybody, but for Anthony Davis, Mike, they got to go. Got to go. <laughs> they got to go. Got to go. I'm trying to hold on Kuzma for dear life because if you put him with LeBron and AD, that's the perfect three. Like, we would rather have Kuzma, AD, and LeBron than Ingram, Kuzma, than Ingram, LeBron, and AD. You get what I'm saying? Because Kuzma adds that third score, but these guys all got to go. And the thing is, their ceiling now, in my opinion, goes down drastically if they get traded to Orleans. Because, number one, Kuzma now, I thought Kuzma was going to be a really good player as a number two to LeBron. He doesn't have a LeBron anymore. He's going to be in New Orleans by himself. Mm. And that's not the type of player he is. Ingram, out of all of them, has the highest ceiling to go to his own team and become a star because he has that number one he can Sli- score. He could score, exactly. He has the highest ceiling out of all of them. But if they all left no- Los Angeles for the Pelicans, their ceiling drastically goes down, Mike. These players, we see it now when LeBron's hurt. They're not playing as well as they should. Why? Because they don't have that guy that can give them easy buckets. They don't have the, that guy that can win them games. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? These aren't players that are going to win you games. They're going to help you win games. And there's a difference. Anthony Davis is a guy that wins you games, Mike. And if you put championships, and if you put him next to LeBron, that's dangerous. But the only problem, too, is that I'm not liking about this trade is we're taking away a lot of depth. A lot. So that's going to be a lot of, of depth. That was going to be one of my talking points. You have to keep something here. Something. You have to try and keep either KCP or Hart so you have some type of shooting. And then you have to try and keep either Kuzma or Brandon Ingram because you can't just give the whole house. You can't, no. Because if you give the whole house, you who are you going to be left with here? But one thing LeBron is really good at is adding um, – LeBron is really good. Veterans to minimum contracts that are willing to play for championship teams. Like, but here's the thing: we're talking. You're get, if you get rid of KCP, Lonzo Ball, uh, Brandon KCP Ingram, gotta go. KCP, I understand, KCP but you're talking go, about Mike. being left with guys like Lance Stevenson, Michael Beasley, who else? Makai Lu, who else? Yeah, no, for sure. Like, that's not. I don't know if that's a cha- I don't know if that's a championship for winning sure. team this year, which is not a big deal. And you, me, you still have the offseason to, re- to sign guys. For sure. Let's talk about the offseason because one of the things that you said was about Boston and how Anthony Davis, Boston is primed to get out to Anthony Davis. Mike, Boston is not a free agent destination for Anthony Davis. Oh, stop it. It is not stop a free it. agent. Stop it. Stop he it. came out stop today. It. I don't know if you noticed, too. There I was a report it. today that Rich Paul, they are getting very close to telling um, Los Angeles upper management that the Lakers are the preferred destination. That's Boston not. is not an attractive destination for Anthony Davis. I'll list you the multiple reasons why. Number one, 
Irving's a certainty. You don't know if this guy right stop now it, stop is going to stay it, for the season. Stop it. Number two. Stop number it. Kyrie's two, resigning. Number two. Kyrie's resigning. Number two. Gordon Haywood's atrocious but contract. About- atrocious. Atrocious contract that if Anthony Davis comes, they're not going to have the flexibility or salary to have a, a great you can have solid three, team around them. You can them. have three max contracts on the team. Number three. So that's wrong. No, yeah, three max contracts. And then what are you going to have after that? Filler players. That's how What? They're not going to have enough money. If you're going to have Davis, Kyrie, Kyrie's going to want a super max. He's going to want his money. He's going to get a max. Okay, and then you get you already have Ga- Hayward, Hayward, and then you have Davis's max? That's three maxes. <laughs> That's three maxes. You can have three maxes. Okay. The, the rest of the players who are on the team are on team-friendly deals or rookie contracts. Rozier's contract. He's probably gone. He's being traded for Anthony Davis. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Jalen Brown is being traded for Anthony okay. Davis. Okay, anyway, all right. The third reason why is they're not the luxurious destination. They're not. That's fine. You don't they're think of Boston and think Palm. Yeah, yeah, they're not They're LA, not LA. Sure. LA is where he wants to come. Let's talk about Magic for a second. I'm hearing a lot of things that if Magic doesn't do this, he fails. Magic he does fails. this. Listen. He's, what else, else was he brought This here? is the NBA. This, is, this isn't Monopoly. You just, just grab the best pieces and say, give me, give me, give me. Anthony Davis is not. It, it, it's not. Uh, a likely destination for LA to just grab him right now by the tread deadline. Like, oh, it's slow. That's, I don't. That's I don't think New Orleans the NBA is works. Him. I don't think New Orleans is trading him before the deadline. That's what I'm saying. I don't think they are, and that favors Boston. That favors Boston because New Orleans doesn't care about Anthony Davis's free agent aspirations. They don't care about that. Yeah. They shouldn't. At they least. could honor. They shouldn't. It. They could honor. No, they it. shouldn't. They shouldn't. If they're smart, if they're smart, they shouldn't. If they if they're smart, they should care about getting the best assets, the, which is combination of young talent with all-star superstar potential and picks and if you look at all LA these... and boston both provide that mike let's yeah, just but, get it but down. here's the let's thing just... and boston they... after this season those those young talent they don't look the same as they do now they look better than your young talent i don't know about that. oh stop it oh stop it because we're this talking year has we're been talking really bad for Jalen brown and it's been worse for brandon ingram you know Okay, cool. cool. Uh, that that's true. Uh, but cool. I Ingram has his spurts though. Jay and Le so does Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown hasn't had. Jalen Brown had like twenty one last night. First the next. Was Brandon Ingram shooting for three from this season? No, he's not shooting well. Twenty nine percent. Yeah, 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 yeah. No. It's so fair. So we have the better, and we might. Kuzma's, we have the best asset out of anybody right Ooh. now. With Kuzma. Kuzma's... No, we have Tatum. Tatum. Ah. Tatum. We have Tatum. Are you willing to part Tatum? Yeah, for for oh, Anthony Davis. You're giving the house up. For Anthony Davis? A 25-year-old 6'10 big man with guard skills? No, he's an efficient scorer? No, he's for argu- Jason Tatum? He's, to match Kyrie Irving? He's arguably, What's the one thing the Celtics have been missing since Bryce Lee's daughter? I've been telling you this. A big. A big. I've been telling you this. You match Kyrie with Anthony Davis and Gordon Hayward and Al Horford <laughs> oh, and Marcus Smart? Oh, my. What? No, that's what? True. Arguably, we could just talk what? about Davis for a second, too. He's arguably the best big man ever. Like just skill wise, sure, sure, just skill. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Sure, sure. Adding him to any other team is gonna make them a championship team. Sure, sure, absolutely. Easily. Sure, absolutely. So I'm absolutely. praying every night. You better be praying that I'm Magic praying. gets this done for the trade deadline. I'm praying. You better pray I'm because praying. we have the better young talent. We have the better picks. And we, mind you, your your picks are nothing. Because once you get Anthony Davis, you're not going to be a bad team. Right. You're going to be a good team. So we're talking high first round picks where the Celtics have Sacramento, Memphis, Clippers, and our own picks to offer. And no package is touching our package. So you better be on your knees on by no, your praying. bed every night no, praying, 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 praying that praying. Magic gets this I'm done. Praying. But one thing, one thing that's on my side is, look, we're L.A., we're an attractive market, we're going to grab stars. 
And we have the game's best Ooh. player. And we have the game's best player. Kyrie, uh, you saw the report. Clay Thompson is willing to come if Anthony Davis comes. A report. No, the report was if Golden State doesn't offer For Clay a max, max, then he would be willing to go to L.A. if AD it was come. there. Okay, that's what but I'm... if Boston already has that, it doesn't matter. <laughs> shut up. Shut it doesn't up. matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. And, and so, mind you, and I really, I really truly believe New Orleans has to wait. You can't make this trade now because everything that L.A. has to offer right now is going to be there after the season's over. That's first ball. Second ball, you have to see where picks fall, the Celtics picks, and also the Knicks have been in discussion for I don't I don't I don't actually think it's gonna happen. But whoever the Zion, Knicks are Zion always w- in discussion with yeah, everybody. Yeah, yeah, They're not gonna get anyone. As long as James Dolan is there. Yeah, that's not, a, it's an but Zion but Zion Williamson, you know we know who that is, that right, name coming right. out of the draft next year. Right. You have to see where the Knicks picks fall because that could be a player New Orleans is interested in. I don't know I would want Tatum over Williamson, but that's just me. And then again, you have to wait for Boston. Because we have the so you have to wait for us to be available. If they're smart, they have to wait. They do. Have to. I'd agree. It's just that you don't want the one star in the locker room that says, get me out of getting me happy. You, you don't want to play out throughout the season that in the locker room. I mean, room. if I'm like, New Orleans, on. I'm just You don't want to be home. around someone that doesn't want to be around you. Just Absolutely. think about if it. Absolutely. If I'm New Orleans, I would consider. But here's the thing. He's been professional with this. Very, so extremely professional. He's been very professional extremely. with this. You can't blame him for wanting to be out. He's been no. there for like seven, eight years. The organization's failed him. They haven't they given him any, any, any. They've been to the playoffs two out of his seven years. Yeah, for and sure. And it's going to be two out of eight after this year. So it's <laughs> oh, like, yeah. uh, you can't blame the man for wanting to get out of there. But speaking of. The Celtics. Yeah. They had a showdown they with did. Golden State last Saturday night. They did. At the Garden. They came up short. <laughs> of course they came up short. I, right? I texted you before this game. What did I want to happen? Uh, you told me, Mike, and I quote, I hope the Celtics get clapped just so they can learn a lesson yeah. and get a reality check. Yeah. And I quote. They didn't get clapped. They I did not I don't think clapped. they really got a reality check either, no, unfortunately. No, they did so uh, One player did, but keep going. Who? Oh, chill. Cool. We'll, <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. But what I saw from that Celtics, my main takeaway from that game, I understand, like, the Warriors are the Warriors. And to play the, to, to beat the Warriors, you have to be locked in defensively. They you do. can't have these miscommunication on switches. You can't be giving up transition threes to Steph Curry, who hit, like, ten threes in the well, second quarter. in the second half, you yeah. can't, in, in the, the second, second quarter. quarter. Yeah, you can't allow that. Yeah. And, but my main takeaway from that game was the fact that Kyrie Irving needs help. No one else besides Kyrie consistently attacks the basket. We right. need a number two. It's supposed to be Gordon Hayward, and I'm sure you're going to have a lot to say about that. I know, I know, mm-hmm. Gordon Hayward this, Gordon Hayward that. Mm-hmm. He's not himself yet. We know that. Mm-hmm. But I had a huge problem in this game with Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum. With Jason Tatum. We know who he is. He has the all-star potential in his second year. He could be a reserve. He had that amazing breakout rookie year. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da. But he really did, has not been attacking the paint the same way he was last year. There were so many instances in this game where guys like Boogie Cousins, who's just coming off an Achilles injury. Right. Draymond Green, who's a power forward. Right. Even Kevon Looney got matched up on Jason Tatum on the perimeter, and Tatum couldn't get by these guys and get to the rack. And he was settling for these mid-range shots, and which is why I will continue to say, keep, keep, Kobe, keep Kobe, Kobe away, away from Tatum. <laughs> keep him away. 
he, you have to be able to collapse the defense. Don't be that one friend your mom don't want you to be with. Like, no, 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 don't be with him. You you have to be able to, to attack the paint and collapse the defense when you have mismatches like that. That's right. just basketball right. 101. It's not even just so you get your best shot. It's the team gets the, the best exactly. shot. Exactly. Because the defense will collapse. So, I agree so with that. So that was my view. We need to find a number two. If we're gonna have, if we're gonna compete for championships, we need we need to find a number two. Whether it's Anthony Davis, there is it's Anthony Gordon Davis. Hayward, but uh, it's Tatum, someone has to step up and be that number two. Look, Mike, this was first of all, it was a good, it was a great game. These are clearly the two best teams in the league. And it was great to watch. But my main takeaway is, the Gordon Hayward project, fifty games in, has failed. F, the greatest F, Mike. Let me give you some facts about Gordon Haywood. See, I love facts. I'm a facts guy. You know what I'm saying? Do I don't, you? I love facts. Do you? Gordon Haywood is the sixth highest paid player in the league. Okay. He's the highest paid player on Boston. Okay. He averages 25.9 minutes a game. Which isn't a lot. These are minutes that could easily be handed to Rozier, They're Brown. all getting but 20 plus he, two. He, he, They're bench players. All through this thing, three bench players. In the last five games, I'm going back to my facts, Mike. I'm, I'm speaking just facts. You can't argue facts. He's averaged 5.8 points. 3.2 rebounds, 1.4 assists, 33% from the field, 10% from three-point range. 10%. If he shoots 10 threes, he's making one of them. 10%. And in 45 games this season, through 45 games, Gordon Haywood has scored only 20 above 20 points twice. And they are both against the same team, the sorry Minnesota Timberwolves. In this game, if you watch... The Warriors and how we're gonna get to what they said about Gordon Haywood after the game and how they cool. called them both a liability on both ends of the floor. Cool. He looks so uncomfortable, Mike. He does. It's he all really does. mental with him. It is. He has no confidence in his game he at doesn't. all. But so and it's on both sides of the. Uh, no, but you're right. Game. So, but like, if you let me say propose that, something so, to you. Okay, let me let propose me something it. to you. In my humble opinion. Gordon Haywood needs to look at right now taking the year off and getting his confidence in the G League and legitimately playing in the G League to get his confidence up, to get his body right, and allow Boston. Because Boston this year, what did they do? They said we're going to integrate him and and Gordon Haywood's going to be our number two, correct? It hasn't worked out so far. And he doesn't look like a number three, four, or five. He looks awful, Mike. Like he F, does. You're F. right. Like, these are 50 games in. This is a great sample size. I'm not talking five games, ten games. 50 games in. He doesn't look like the player he once was. He doesn't look like an average NBA player. Let him go to the G League. Let him get his confidence up. Come back next season and integrate yourself into the lineup. Give those minutes back to Jalen Brown, Rozier, Tatum. Let those guys start getting comfortable again. Because they were very comfortable last year, Mike. And now Gordon Hayward comes back. They're not comfortable anymore. Here's the thing. I don't I don't know how I, I don't know if you can just send him down to the G League for the entire season. Like I think there are rules surrounding that. I'm not quite sure. I would have looked this up beforehand if I knew you were gonna say this. So I'm not really sure about that. But here's my real thing about the G League. The G League doesn't even compare to NBA competition. Like the defense is not the same. You're not facing the same level of athleticism that you're gonna be seeing in you're, the NBA. You're not, Mike, of course not. But, but that's so, but, that's good for Gordon Haywood. No, it's Let not. Let him for once feel be, like he's uh, he's valued on the court. But he has to figure out these struggles in the NBA level. He has that's to That's the problem, Mike. We're at the NBA level. It's time to win. You're playing the it's Warriors. Not time to win. And the it's problem is that his win. coach coached him in college. They have a Doc <laughs> Rivers, Austin Rivers relationship where the coach How they the coach him. knows. 
knows take him the off co- the Mike, bench. Mike, the coach knows. I'm speaking from bias, on, on non-bias. The coach knows Gordon Haywood is not ready to play. Which is he why he's only playing 25 Gordon minutes Haywood a game. Play. He's not playing 30, 36 minutes a game. He's but playing 25 minutes. minutes. Even, it's not even the minutes. The looks he gets. Every time he's in the game. What looks? He averages single-digit shots. <laughs> Mike, every time he's in the game, he's the leading playmaker. He that's has not, the ball that's in not his facts. hands. That's not facts. That's not facts. That's a lie. That's cap. That's not How many cap. times you see Gordon Hayward just chilling in the corner? How many times you see Gordon Hayward actually initiating off? That's not fast. But anyways, that's you're, not fast. you're acting like when I say 25 minutes a game, you're acting like that's not a uh, That's, that's not. Starters play 36 minutes. He's nowhere near a starter it's, right now. That's why he's playing 25 minutes. He should be playing less. He should be. No, come on. You have to play. There's, the only way for him to get comfortable within the offense is for him to actually play. Now, clearly, he's not going to be taking valuable minutes from guys like Tatum, Kyrie, Al, but he's going to play with the bench guys, with Terry, with Brown. Can I ask you a question? How did Jalen Brown play in that game? Which game? Versus the Warriors, the Warriors? game. Uh, did he not play well? Okay, but two for five and three, ten points. Was he not playing well? Ten, ooh, ten points. <laughs> no, was he not? Was he? Was he not playing well? He played all right. He's, now, if you're playing better as of late. Okay, thank you, thank you. I appreciate your honesty. Now, if you take some of Haywood's minutes, they're just, both playing on the floor at the same time. It's not that, like that's, that's what I'm saying. That shouldn't be there. No, no, they that shouldn't be. That literally doesn't make sense. You're saying Hayward is taking Brown's minutes when they're on the court at the same time. He's taking Brown's minutes, Brown's responsibility, Brown's shots. They don't have Gordon Haywood shouldn't. Jalen Brown floor. should never have Gordon Haywood's responsibility. I've already ta- we've talked about this too much. Jalen Brown doesn't have the same playmaking capabilities, the passing capabilities, the handle capabilities. There's no, they're not even the same roles. You can't, they're not the same role. They're not the same type of player. You can't compare these two. You're lucky Jalen Brown even still gets burned after the way he embarrassed himself to start the season and how the cockiness he came out saying he's winning five rings before he was 28. Shut the fuck up. No, I stopped this. I so I'm with you. I understand oh, Gordon Hayward is, is struggling, but at least until the playoffs come, he has to play. That there's no other way to get your confidence back, to get your form back, than to play. Okay, Mike. There's no other way. You're 50 games in. Do the playoffs look like he's going to get it back? No, but that's not the point. The point is finding his form again, and there's no way to do that other than playing. Now, when the playoffs come, then I'm all with, if he's a liability, sit down. But that's, that's the problem, fine. Mike. That, that, see, what is the problem with no, that? You're, not, you're, you're missing What's the my problem with point. That? In the playoffs, you don't want to change things because you've already created. In the playoffs, you Mike, play who, let me who finish, plays Mike, the best. Mike, it's not about finish. changing things. Let me Look at, no, no, because you're talking nonsense. In the playoffs, you go off the body of work you had from the regular season. That's why you play the regular season, to gain chemistry, to know who you are. Everybody yes. knows their roles. Yes. So you don't want in the playoffs to take well, one of your star players every, out and no. put someone in and say, what happens during the playoffs, what the playoffs are What for. happens during the playoffs? Rotations shrink. That's how NBA playoffs work. So when you get to the playoffs, a couple guys aren't going to be playing 25 minutes per game because guys like Kyrie, guys like Tatum, guys like Morris, guys like Smart, guys like Al, their minutes are going to ramp up to like 35, 40 minutes per game. So it's guys like Gordon Hayward if he keeps this up. It's guys like Terry Rozier and Jalen Brown if they play like they did at the beginning of the season are going to lose their minutes. That's how that works. You're going to see guys like Brad Wanamaker, Yabusali, Daniel Feist. I hope I don't have to see them in the playoffs. <laughs> no, no, you do I hope not, I don't ever don't have to see, see them no, in the no, playoffs. No. That's not what you want to see. That's so that's how that's going to work. So it's not like he's taking minutes from anyone. It's the regular season. You have to keep everyone fresh so everyone you plays. Do. You do. But Look. once playoffs comes in the rotation shrinks, if Gordon Hayward's still playing like this, don't be surprised if he's on the bench. It's Look. simple. Look. To Gordon Hayward, I mean, that was a horrific 
knee injury, uh, leg injury. It's it just, was. It's good that he's even back playing. I salute That's him. Facts. I respect him. It's just good to see him back. Hopefully, he's happy playing. But in my opinion, the project has failed for the, the 2019 season. And it's time to give Jayla Brown and Terry Rozier back to they the roles they were minutes. playing last year, Mike. Back. Which is what? Starting? Over who? Not st- Over who? <laughs> over who? Well, first of all, Smart got to come out that starting lineup. Over, you, I would never put Terry over Marcus Smart right now. Never. Absolutely not. And put Jalen Brown over Marcus Morris, the guy who you, want- you keep talking about is playing so well this year. I mean, he did play well now. And well, he's he, played- overall yeah, 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 yeah. for the year. Overall, bringing, of you want to start Jalen Brown over him? I want Jalen Brown next to Marcus Morris. Taking who out of the lineup? Smart, like I just said. No, no. Because now you don't have a second playmaker. To, to take Kyrie off ball. Okay, Mike. All right. You want to keep not listening to me? You're going to keep losing to the Warriors like you just have. It's all We're probably losing to the Warriors anyway. You're <laughs> so, putting Jalen Brown into the starting lineup. You never want to listen to me. And then when your team shows up and puts the performance they put on on Saturday, you ask me why they lost. Jaylen, why? I didn't because ask why they lost. I know three, why they lost. Because their number three overall pick, Jalen Brown, is not getting the responsibility he deserves. I don't know why you, again, I don't know why you love Jalen Brown. You don't watch the Celtics all the time. You I, don't. No, you don't. Stop it. Jalen Brown, the reason why he's in that role, one, he's not a playmaker, and two, he doesn't play the off he doesn't play his role in the offense to his capabilities. He's trying to do too much. Recently he's been better at that, but for the entire course of the season, he cannot have a role that Marcus Smart or Gordon Hayward has. He's not like that. <laughs> Maybe one he's day like he that. will be, but right now he's not. Okay. Let's say less. When we get back. Boogie look good. Let's just Boogie, uh, Boogie look fine. That Achilles heel. He's Billy. back already. He can be 50% as long as he can shoot, yeah. dribble, and pass. It doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. But say less. It does not matter. It's, it's, it's just sad that we have to see this. It's, it's an evil Gordon world. Get better, please. <laughs> please get better. Please. But when we get back, it is Super Bowl week. It is. It's time to get those predictions. I think we have a big game on Sunday. We have a huge game on Sunday. Yes, sir. You see me in my, my Brady jersey. I'm ready. Yes, sir. We'll get our Super Bowl predictions next segment. Roy chimed in, too. Say less. We'll be right back. And welcome back. Say less. Super Bowl week. Yeah. Super Bowl 53. The Blitz for six. <laughs> Whatever you want to say. You just made that up. No, I didn't. Oh. Some some Boston sports channel. Another something. Super Bowl, another Patriots game. Yeah. You know what my favorite ring is? The next one. Oh, wait. No way. The Are next? you making these up? No, that's what Brady said. Oh. Um, That was smooth. Damn, Brady's a smooth guy. He is a smooth guy. Uh, Roy also sent in a question about the Super Bowl, about the Pats. Let's man, Roy playing 21 questions. All right. Hey, man. You know, Adam Schefter Jr. over there. Thanks. We'll play his question real quick. Hey, guys. Roy here, fan of the show. You know the vibes. You know the vibes. I got a question for Mike <laughs> regarding the Super Bowl game um, coming up this week. And my question is, how do the Patriots neutralize the pass rush mm-hmm. of the Los Angeles Rams mm-hmm. with Aaron Donald and Dominican mm-hmm. Sue and Dante Fowler? Mm-hmm. Um, in Super Bowls that Tom Brady has been hit eight times or more, we are one and three. Wow. And Super Bowl okay. he has okay, been hit Roy. seven times or less. We're perfect four for oh. So Ooh. I feel as though that's the key to the game for us to win is to keep Brady clean. Yeah. And you know, he'll be able to make all his throws and reads. Right. And then on the defensive side for the Patriots, how do we stop this rushing tack mm-hmm. of the Los Angeles Rams mm-hmm. with Todd Gurley and CJ Anderson? 
mm-hmm. but also at the same time not give up that big play that the Rams are known for. Mm. These are great questions. Great wow. question. Adam Schefter Jr. <laughs> wow. We know. Roy, Thank you're you. the man, bro. Thank you, Roy. Let's start offensively. Mm-hmm. Pat's offense versus Ram D. He asks, how do we control guys like Ndamukong Sue, Aaron Donald? How? How do we do that? Well, first of all, you definitely don't contain them. I mean, you try to contain them. You don't stop them. These are guys that are at the best at their possession. I mean, Bill Belichick came out this week. He said Aaron Donald is basically, what do you call him? Unblockable. I mean, they're the best at their position. But what you can do, in my opinion, is over the course of the game, wear them out, wear them out, and then have multiple, like, don't rely specifically on Brady throwing the ball. Don't make your offense predictable so they get to the quarterback. Mm. That's just personally my opinion. Switch up the offense, screen passes, um, wide receiver uh, screens, running backs, th- uh, draws. Don't make your offense predictable, and Aaron Donald will be there every time. I mean, listen, you know this Pats offense. We're not the same drop back, shotgun, 50 times per game, exactly. throw the ball. About. We're going to run the ball. Right. This Rams defense was ranked 23rd against the run. They haven't been a good run defense all year long. Now, give them credit. They're two games in the playoffs versus – the Dallas Cowboys and the Saints, they did pretty good. But I, the Cowboys, they are very predictable. All they can do is run the ball. So you sell out, stop the run versus them, that's game over. Right. And the Saints, I don't think they stuck with the run a lot. So the Patriots, we're going to run the ball, but we also have ready to throw the ball. So we're going to establish the run. I wouldn't be surprised if you saw a lot of trap blocks from that Patriots offensive line to get Donald, to get Sue thinking that they can't just come up field every single play. And that's going to really be an advantage towards this defense because to our to our offense, I mean, because they don't have guys to cover Gronk one-on-one, to cover Edelman one-on-one. Oh, no, slow, slow. Robbie Coleman's not a bad slot receiver. Put him on Edelman and he'll get toasted. Toasted with his coverage skills. Akeem Tlaib? Akeem Tlaib's not built for the slot life. He's not. He's a physical slot. corner. You're right. He's, on an, that. he's an outside. And Marcus guy. Peters get too. Don't even buy it. Don't even stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're yeah, not. They're okay, not okay. slot corners. And they're, don't, not. they're not going to get on Gronk either because Gronk will overpower them. If they put them in the box on Gronk, that's run advantage on us. Um, they don't have the linebackers. They don't. That, to guard that our was, running backs. That was my key for the game. Or exactly, James White could have a huge game. They don't have the linebackers to guard our running backs or to stop the run. Guys like Mark Barron. Under size, yeah, he will their get safeties, moved. They're like two thirty, Mike. They'll get moved when guys like James Devlin, Shaq Mason get in their grill. And I need to see this Patriot offense utilize Patterson and Dorsett with their speed. Whether it's jet sweeps, quick screen screens, like you said, that'll get them moving side to, to side, side exactly. so they can't just come upfield. And then that'll allow Brady to ha- to, to to utilize exactly. the passing game down the field. So right. I, I believe this is another favorable matchup for the pa- Patriots offense. If they execute and you something I've been saying all year, consistency, consistency, consistency. If they execute offensively, we should be good on the offensive side of the ball. And you've always said, Mike, I'm going to hold you to your word. You're not worried about pass rushers. I'm not scared of pass go- rushers. I'm haven't. not. Because we have a great offensive line, a top 10 offensive line. Trent Brown, Joe Tooney, David Andrews, Shaq Mason, and... um. Wow, uh, Marcus Cannon, a great offensive line. We have a, the best offensive line coach, Dante Skarnecchia, that we have probably the most sophisticated and diverse running a, running attack. Because you see teams like the Baltimore Ravens, you're going to get read option, read option, read option. Mm-hmm. You see teams like the Rams, you're going to get outside zone, outside zone, inside zone. Where the Patriots, you're going to get 
outside zone, inside zone. You're going to get trap blocks. You're going to get power blocks. You're going to get draws that runs from the shotgun or the pulling guards. Like, we have the most diverse rushing attack in the NFL, probably. So they're just going to have so many things to prepare, prepare for where they're not going to be able to just come up field and tee off on Brady like we've seen in games past, like versus the Giants. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about the that? Broncos and... <laughs> It gives me just Those are in the past, me, man. Just, it gives me Le- leave it about. in the past. But, again, I think if we execute, the offense will be fine. Okay. Um, Defense-wise, defense, the formula I've been talking about for weeks now to stop the, rings, the, the Rams, one, neutralize the running attack. Yeah. Two, don't fall for their gimmicks and play action. Three. They got a big play action. They, have, they, they love play, <laughs> play action, action getting uh, Jared Goff. Rolling right. to his boot, bootlegging to his right. And three, cannot allow big scoring plays. You have to make this offense drive down yeah. the field. You have to. And the Saints did a pretty good job of that last week. The Rams for that offense only scored 23 points in regulation. That's really good for an offense with those type of weapons coached by Sean McVay. That's really good. If we hold this offense at 23, that's a dub. Take We're that. winning. That's yeah. a dub. Yeah. That's a dub. Um, you so got to stop those running backs. We though. have to stop the CJ run. Anderson right now. And that's where stop. I'm worried about this game because you know the Patriots love to play a lot of man-to-man. That's I wouldn't right. be surprised if you saw uh, – Stephon Gilmore on Robert Woods. That's goodbye, Robert Woods. And then I wouldn't be surprised. We saw Jonathan Jones on Cooks, but I wouldn't be surprised if you put J.C. Jackson on Brandon Cooks because one of his flaws, we saw that as a Patriot last year, if you get physical with him, him, he has trouble getting off the line of scrimmage. And he's not a great route runner. He runs a very few select routes. It's 2 o'clock. That's my computer, sorry. (laughs) Did they... He runs a very select few amount of routes. So if you key in on those routes, do your film study, and right. know what he's going to do, I believe J.C. Jackson, with his physical nature, can match up with uh, Brandon Cooks with some safety help, obviously. Agreed. I don't want to leave the rookie on an island by himself. And then the rest, they don't have many targets besides that. Higby can do his thing, but I'm confident Chung can lock him. Uh, Everett can do his thing, but I'm confident. But you it's can, those running. The Patriots like to play you have to stop the running man. Back. And when you play man, Gurley's going to have his one-on-one opportunity. C.J. Anderson's going to have. That's I, my I, first team. Oh, don't, thick, Mike. Don't, don't, we know don't mention C.J. Anderson when it comes to passing, please. Don't. When it comes to no, passing. No, not, not passing. Don't. Come on. Come no, on. no. But that's, so that's what I'm worried about. If we load the box. Versus the Rams, that's going to make us very predictable right. on the back end in the secondary. And you cannot be predictable versus Sean McVay. So we're going to have to mix things up. We're going to have to commit to stopping the run. If we stop the run and then force Goff to win this game, I think the combination of the pressure we've been getting recently with guys like Trey Flowers, with guys like Dante uh, Hightower, with guys like uh, Kyle Van Noy, mm-hmm. I believe we'll be able to get to Goff and make him com- uncomfortable. But it all starts with stopping the run. Like Roy said, that's the key to the game, the rushing attack on both sides for the Rams and the Patriots. Agreed. 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 Um, I think the Patriots too. One thing they have to do on this in this game too is score because, in my opinion, oh, we're gonna score. No, I believe we're gonna score. We're gonna score, but in my opinion, I think the Rams are gonna put up some points. And I don't know the way the Chiefs. That's the thing. The way the Chiefs. I thought the Chiefs were gonna put up points, and they did eventually when they figured out New England's eventually, defense, and when they figured it out, and and the second half they made adjustments. I don't think but they Sean, also had some big plays. They had drives of like two and three plays. We can't allow that. Okay, we cannot allow that. I don't think Sean McVay is gonna come out like Andy Reid and have a zero point first half, Mike. I think. 
Oh, I agree. That's I what, agree. That's, and that's why I think the Patriots defense needs to be more uh, – show more. It can't just be play man. Cannot just play man. Has to disguise some coverages. Has to play some cover three. Maybe throw in some cover two in there. I don't know. No, but you no. got to throw in some different coverage. You cannot just play man this entire game. And how about – one of the things, though, about the Patriots offense is, is like in the first half – I mean, in the, in the second half, if Jared Goff is not having that type of game that you want him to have, that favors New England because Absolutely. it's his first Super Bowl, Mike. It is. You can you can put Jared Goff in situations. Belichick in. He could put Jared Goff in situations that he's not comfortable in. Yeah. And that favors New England immediately. Yeah. Anytime you have a Super Bowl playing his first ever Super Bowl, it's an advantage, believe yeah. it or not. Yeah. That's a huge advantage for New England. So what would be if you're – if you were rooting for the past, because I know you don't, I don't know if you root for the past. Nah, come on. I, I, I am a Los Angeles Laker fan, not a Los Angeles Rams fan. Come on. I have no affiliation to that. Absolutely them. embarrassing. If you're, what's the one thing that scares you the most as a Pats fan? Jared, in this game, Todd Gurley doesn't scare me that much. Aaron Donald, that pass rush kind of does, but one of the things that we've talked about, New England, they're really good, dynamic, offensive line, blah, blah, blah. Not that. Jared Goff. Even though I just said it's his first Super Bowl, I'm going to make the counter uh, counterpoint that he's a big-time quarterback. Yeah. Those, some of the plays he made in that Saints game on the road were huge. And his ability, like we've said, to come out of play actions and make big plays down the field mm -hmm. is not underrated. He's yeah. there. He's a good quarterback. He's established himself this postseason yeah. as a legitimate franchise quarterback. And what do we know about New England's defense? Yeah. Sometimes when you play quarterbacks that are able to make plays with their legs, they can beat you, yeah, and they cause problems. Yeah, but I wouldn't really say Goff is a mobile quarterback. He can get he out can of the get pocket out. and do it. But I under, I understand your point. I think the thing that scares me the most about this game is our is whether or not we'll be able to contain the run. We've done really got really good this postseason versus the run versus teams like the Chargers and versus the Rams. But they're not the, they're not the Rams. The Rams predicate their offense is based off of establishing the mm -hmm. run. Now, I think we do have some advantage because they're not a very nuanced or diverse running side. You see a lot of inside and outside zone. That's it. And when it's that simple, when you have guys like Trey Flowers, Dante, uh, Dante Hightower, even guys in the middle like mm -hmm. Malcolm Brown, you, they can do some things. They can do some things. So that's – and Roy said it too. That's going to be the key to the game for this defense is stopping the run. If we cannot stop the run, it, it, it's going to be scary for us because then we're going to be at Sean McVay's mercy. Right. We're going to be at his mercy. Um, predictions. T, who do you have winning I this I struggled game? with this one. Back and forth. The Rams, on paper, easily – not easily. One of the, You could arguably say they're the best team on paper in the league, Mike, from their defense sure. to their offense sure. to their playmakers to their coaching staff. Sure. You know what they don't have, though? Oh. That I can't bet against oh. Thomas Brady. Ah. New England 28-24. Oh my god! <laughs> wow! Oh my god! I know that was music to your ears. I never expected you to say something. No, no, no. I would never expect. Um, my prediction, I didn't struggle with this at all. I think everyone knows who I'm going to pick as I sit here in my Tom Brady jersey. But I really think I have never seen a Patriots team this motivated in a long long time they hear the noise <sighs> mike too it's the old super bowl mike there's no, no such weapons, thing as motivation dynasties over cliff mike, is coming mike. yada 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 this team is motivated mike do you hear me so motivated i hear you and i'm not it's listening it's the super bowl man. i don't i don't care okay. i think this team is motivated i think they're out to seek to 
make right what happened mm-hmm. last year versus the Philadelphia Eagles, <laughs> something I also don't want to talk about. But I think the combination of, one, our offense, mm-hmm. the ability they have to run the ball, control tempo, play on our tone terms is going to benefit us and put a lot of pressure on the Rams. I think we have the cover guys. I think the Rams are going to get theirs. But I, 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 they're going to get theirs. I think but that. I truly believe that Bill will be able to throw some, some wrenches at Sean McVay at that offense to get enough stops to win this game. I'm picking the uh-huh. Patriots to win this the Super game. Bowl. They're, we're winning this Super Bowl. <laughs> ring six is happening this weekend. It should be ring, ring seven, but whatever. Uh-huh. Ring six is coming this weekend. Pats are winning 34-27. 34 okay. You get me. Big game. Big high-scoring game. Uh, yeah, sort of. Yeah. But uh, say less. When we get back, you know how we finish. Cap or no cap. You know the vibes. We have some interesting questions coming up, but say less. And welcome back. Say less. We finish the show. You know we're about to get down. You know how we finish. Cap or no cap. We're going to start off with an interesting comment from Mr. Trey Young. Who's been quiet he's been as quiet. of late. He's I, averaging like I mean, he's a, he is in Atlanta. He's a rookie. There's not yeah, much going on over there. Nothing nothing at all going yeah. on, except for the barbershops in the stadium. <laughs> um, Trey Young says that he'll be a better player than Luka Doncic. Than who? Than Luka Doncic. One more time, who? Trey Young <laughs> says he'll be a better player <laughs> than Luka Doncic. He says, quote, it's not a question. It's going to be me. End quote. <laughs> hey, yo. Hey, yo. Look, Luca, 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 I've criticized you coming into the draft. For once, I will have your back and defend you. Trey Young will not be a better player than you in this league. You have showed throughout 50 or whatever games that we are that you clearly have a much higher ceiling than Trey because one, you're above six feet. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Two, you can actually play some defense. And three, Boom. you translate... <laughs> what was that? Play again? Boom. Roast. <laughs> and three, you can actually trans- translate to winning basketball. So, Jesus. Mike, this is big cap. I mean, do I even have to? I don't think I have to say. <laughs> this you is know? big cap, Mike. Hallelujah. <laughs> you know me. I, I might have to get his jersey. No cap. <laughs> chill out. Chill That's out. no cap. Um, <laughs> moving on. The Pro Bowl. The Pro Bowl? The most embarrassing <laughs> the Pro Bowl? all-star <laughs> game out of all the pro major sports. <laughs> Cap or no cap, the Pro Bowl should be canceled. No cap. Get the Pro Bowl out of here. Did you see the thing with Jam- uh, Jamal Adams that yes. was tackling mascots? Like, yes. What does the Pro Bowl become, Mike? It's an it's it's pity pat. It's two-hand touch football. Two-hand touch it's football, two-hand football touch with football. not even the best players because the best players are in the Super Bowl. And they don't even want to play. <laughs> yeah. And Drew Brees, I'm not playing yeah, I'm this. not playing. What? It's like turned into like the all-star for like third and like second and Third tier players. Yeah, like Dak Prescott was right. playing. I'm like, <laughs> Dak, <"Who?" yeah. laughs> Dak Prescott, a Pro Bowl? What? How did that happen? Yeah, that, it, it's 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 nonsense. There might have been more people at the Patriots send off rally than there <laughs> were at the at the Pro Bowl. That's not that's not cap or no cap. No, the Pro Bowl needs the to be canceled. The Pro Bowl is an embarrassment. No, it's an embarrassment. An absolute embarrassment. But it, the NFL, th- that's the problem with the NFL. They don't care. They're not of um. 
an association that's friendly to their audience. They don't no, cater to the audience at all. They don't. The NFL, I say this all the time, the NFL is lucky that they have the best sport. The NFL Pure as sport. a league is the worst. It's a shit league. It, uh, it is by far the, the, the poorest run league in, in terms of policy. Officiating. Offici- <laughs> Officiating policy, like... Everything, all-star event, activities, they're just, they're not a run-well league, but not obviously at all. a horrible... And all they care about is bottom line, which yeah. you have these problems, like Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. NBA don't have these problems. No. And NBA got the most vocal, the most vocal athletes. Exactly. It, it's, 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 it's truly embarrassment. Everything the NBA, the NFL does, it's, 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 it's they're cursed. The Pro Bowl needs to say bye-bye. It has to. Oh, they have to do something. So. I don't know what you could do about like it. A challenge? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. You have to do something. Maybe just get them playing seven offs. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. You can't even you do can't that. You can't even do that. You can't even do that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Just put Brady and Rogers. Just I don't. I I really have no clue. What I would they love to do. see some throw, like some actual throw competitions. Just mean like Brady, Rogers. Mah- I mean Mahomes are probably Mahomes. Are Mah- Mahomes, Mahomes, Mahomes is checking them. Yeah, Mahomes don't, don't is checking Brady, there. Don't Mahomes. put Brady in that. Actually, I'm sorry. Now he got a game to play. It don't matter. He got yeah, a Super Bowl it, to play. Uh, slow, uh, but say less. That's all we have for you today. We'll be back hopefully next Tuesday with. Rings. When we come back, Mike, rings. we know who won the Super Bowl. The Patriots, hopefully. 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 I hope so. I hope so. Damn, I should have got that soundbite, huh? You didn't get that one? No, I forgot. But say less. Ring six on the way. Mm-hmm. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back next Tuesday. Say less.